0: Rooms, suites, villas, even houses come in every size and theme to cater to every vacation fantasy and pocketbook. For vacationers on a budget, Disney's All-Star Sports Resort and All-Star Music Resort are fun, exciting and big on everything. Especially value. Priced from just $69 per night.
1: Hello and welcome back to That Park Life Podcast and we're sitting here watching our pocketbooks. Um, I'm Greg, as always, joined by... Just
0: $69? Gosh, we've come <laughs> a long way, haven't we? It's Beth, everyone. <laughs> Get ready because I'm a little peeved about the pricing of the All-Star Resort, which is what we're talking about today. Uh, but yes. there is some fun information we're going to share with you guys. So, anyways, uh, yeah. what you got going on, Greg? What's what's new? I know we shared some stuff on the Pat Chat, but what else you got going Had some park time. Had some family in town. What's what's going on? Yeah.
1: We uh, spent some time at the parks. We did some eating around the world at Epcot. Went back to Magic Kingdom a little bit. And um, I do want to mention, we still have like, I don't know, four to five weeks or so of food and wine. But if you're coming here in the next four to five weeks, definitely recommend the shrimp over at the Australia booth. And Mm -hmm. the Swiss cheese at the Alps. It's near Germany, and I don't know if you saw a photo, the photo that I posted, because it was this big, giant mound of like melty cheese sitting on top of alpine ham, little baby potatoes, and a baguette, and purple Mm. potatoes, which I thought were a mistake, so I didn't eat them. turns out you can't eat them. I thought there was something wrong, and it went bad. I didn't know, and I threw them out, so uh, that joke's on (laughs) me there. Yeah. so good it was so good and then we also went over to italy and um i was there with my in-laws and they got the um ravioli they were out of the chicken alfredo ravioli they got the regular bread and ravioli but we also Mm. got the bamboloni which are little italian munchkins they're little like italian donuts little donut holes kind of thing yeah but here's the thing they are 11 dollars So you're looking at three and change per donut hole. Not a whole donut, just the little like munchkin, right? Yeah. Yeah. But they're like, you know, (laughs) they're nicely deep fried. They had a Mm -hmm. kind of cream filling, not not a custard, some type of Italian cream. And then they had a little raspberry drizzle on top and a very light coating. And I do mean light coating of powdered sugar. If you're going to fry dough, you better load it up with powdered sugar. That's That's how I feel about it. Yes. I should be able to like... When I eat a funnel cake, if I'm not choking on the dust <laughs> of the confectioner's sugar, then there's not enough on there.
0: If I don't look like I've just snorted and had a great time at a party. Yes,
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. If I don't have any booger sugar all over my shirt, then oh, we've got a problem. God. So, I mean, the, the b- bambaloni I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. It was good. Don't get me wrong. But, like, man, $11 is... Yeah, that's expensive. That's expensive i yeah, like, so like, mm, a got, piece of
0: fried dough? No, thanks.
1: <laughs> we got two dishes of the ravioli, the donut holes, and two bottles of water, and it was
0: $52. Oh, my God! We
1: were like, because what we didn't it know looked is we good. got the bottles of water. They're imported from Italy, bottles of, of water. Coor- They're of not course regular. they are. Yes.
0: You're like, they were like, seriously? does it taste any different?
1: And I was like, yeah, I feel like I'm in Sicily. No, it's just it's water. Like <laughs> this might as well be from the tap.
0: You're like, I think I should be worried if it tastes different, right? Like yes. shouldn't that worry you? Because it's water. Yeah. It should all just taste the same. It that's when i like That's when I'd era. be like, I'm gonna run over here to this Starbucks and get me a free triple filtered water. Thank I you. Know,
1: but but I, I wasn't paying for it, so it was okay. Oh, that's true. Um, you know uh, how that goes sometimes.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. you've been eating all kinds of desserts and foods, and I'm oh, kind of jealous. Listen, but
1: listen. I'm I have been eating. You probably have seen me post about this confection, the Main Street Confectionery exclusive peanut butter cookie pie. Yeah. Which is ridiculous. How many times have you had it now? Uh, two in like five days. But okay. listen, hear me out. So, okay. um, it's delicious. It's new, and I have Clearly. been tempted. Yes. And um, discounts apply because it's in the Main Street Confectionery, mm, which is essentially yeah. like a retail location. So, you know, annual pass holders DVC members get their 20 and of course if you're a cast member depending on how long you've worked there it's potentially more than that. So like, you know, it's relatively inexpensive, I guess you could say for Disney if you've got a discount on it. So it's a big peanut butter cookie with like that's so soft in the middle like just I'm not going to say undercooked but like almost where you're at that level. And mm-hmm. then it's got like chocolate frosting on top and peanut butter M&Ms on top of that. Oof. It's oh perfect. My gosh. It was made for Greg. I've also Is been Is this in the running?
0: Um, is this in the running to beat out peanut butter pie, or what? What are we talking about here? It's
1: nothing is going to beat out peanut butter pie for a snack, but it's okay. definitely top three. Okay. Mm. Top three for Moving a snack, not a dessert. I I like to differentiate desserts and snacks because, like, we've talked about desserts: the ooey gooey toffee cake, the Ohana bread right. pudding, and the cake from Top of the World Lounge are probably in my Seven top layer. three. But mm-hmm. as far as snacks go, peanut butter pie is, is number one. That's Bay, right? That's she's number one but uh this <laughs> might be today. number maybe number three i have to figure out what number two is we also spent some time at cosmic rays i've been all <laughs> <Just> over <kidding. laughs> stop that i've been all over that barbecue chicken sandwich i've been getting at cosmic rays mm-hmm. excellent i also had a delicious brownie sundae at anti-gravity's this week over in. i Somalia. saw that oh
0: my gosh Whew. tell me tell me everything else i'm like getting super hungry now tonight's like my it cheat meal of the week and you've been having the, a cheat week i'm just having one meal a whole but okay. cheat
1: week it's been fantastic so Unfortunately, with the brownie Sunday at anti-gravities is that it's soft serve. And normally that's a good thing because I, I, I do like soft serve. But it's the middle, even though it's not really the middle of the summer, actually. It's technically fall. But Florida is not aware that it's too fall because it's still 85 mm-hmm. to 90 degrees in the middle of the day. So it melts quickly to begin with. And then when you add in hot fudge, it's soup in like two minutes. you got to like shovel it into your pie hole while you're oh, eating this yeah. ice cream. But it's very yeah. good. The brownie in there are good. The brownies in there are good. The fudge, the hot fudge is like good sometimes you get like a liquidy they call it hot fudge but it's really chocolate syrup this actually tasted like fudge so Mm -hmm. it's good and we also viewed enchantment from our go-to spot in Frontierland, which i'm sure i've talked about before Mm -hmm. if you want a crowd-free viewing of fireworks go to the bridge that overlooks haunted mansion and the and the uh you know the the ferry boat there the Mm -hmm. steamboat i will say that this was our second time seeing enchanted and because there are no projections there's no castle where we are right You can focus more on the fireworks. So I did that. I was trying to pay attention to the fireworks. And I will say they are beautiful fireworks. They continue Mm. to evolve and, uh, you know, become more like color changing or they do more stuff in the air. Maybe not so much shapes, but if you really pay attention to them, they do like quite a bit. You'll see like a firework go off. It'll split. And then those will split. And then those will split into more like if you really are looking at them. And I'm like, wow, how like how is this possible? But of course, without the projections, you can pay more attention to the fireworks. There's no Tinkerbell over there. You can't see Tinkerbell. Mm-hmm. And the thing about Enchantment versus Happily Ever After is we didn't... I feel like the projections are a nice to have and Tink is a nice to have, but we still really like the music and the show without those elements. And I, I'm yeah. still not there yet with Enchantment. I'm warming up to it, but I'm still not there. So our, our go-to spot is not as enjoyable because I feel like without the projections, you like notice it's less of a, at least for me, in yeah. my opinion, it's less of a show. So still recommend it for great crowd experience in terms of there being no crowd, but mm-hmm. it's, it's still not quite as up to par as uh, of Raptor for me. So I think it's time to dive deep <laughs> into all three of the all-star resorts. And this is our first... Is this our first value resort? Value.
0: First value resorts. Mm
1: -hmm. We're going to talk about it. Yes, absolutely. Do you want to kick us off?
0: Yeah, let's get started. All right, we're going to talk about what Disney says. We're going to talk a little bit about history, and then I'm going to give you some construction stats and stuff like that. Let's get started. So I'm going to kind of do these in sections under each section because there's three of them. So we'll start with All-Star Sports. So what Disney officially just says is... Get in the game at this resort hotel that salutes the world of competitive sports, including baseball, basketball, football, surfing, and tennis. Go the distance. and Don't be afraid to celebrate your inner fan amid sporty decor starring some of your favorite Disney characters. You like that, Greg? Wow,
1: I don't know. I kept it. reading
0: these, and I kept reading these, and all I could think of was the voice that you hear on the People Mover when they, like, go into the different things. Like, Starport is blah, 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 <laughs> um, Okay. All Star <laughs> Music says... let the rhythm move you at this resort hotel that plays homage to some of the world's most popular music genres including country jazz rock and roll calypso and broadway style show tunes large side large sized music inspired icons outside and subtle song and dance surprises inside provide a harmonious setting for music lovers of all ages and then for all-star movies we have imagine (laughs) yourself.
1: sorry you can't even get through it
0: Imagine yourself sharing the spotlight with some of your favorite Disney friends as you headline your very own all star adventure. Stay at a Disney resort hotel that salutes the legends of Disney films, from the dotted pups of 101 Dalmatians to the playful toys of Andy's Room with whimsical, larger than life decor. Dun, 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 dun. All right, so that's what Disney says. Let's talk about the history of these resorts. So like Disneyland, hundreds of cheap hotels had sprung up in the surrounding areas of of the Walt Disney Resort. And of course, Disney is financially driven, right? We all know this to be true. So they said, hey, Hmm. we need to get in on that and we need to share this market. Um, We need to get on the budget hotel thing, the game that's going on. So this is where the new idea uh, for a value resort came from. They wanted to capitalize on this and they knew that guests would want to stay on Disney property, um, even those... That couldn't afford it they knew that like hey if we create a more affordable way to do it people will come because they're obviously paying for other they're paying for rooms on other places outside why would they not want it to be disney if it could they also knew that international travels travelers were accustomed to smaller hotel rooms this is something that i thought was interesting because you would just think oh it's a value resort so the rooms are going to be smaller well that's not necessarily the only case they just realized that a lot of um, international travelers were used to small hotel rooms. And since they were paying for them off property, they were like, they're going to pay for them on property if they're Disney. So they just knew that they would have no problem with that. And obviously, that was true as well. So the groundbreaking for the All-Star Resort Complex started in November of 1992. The architect of the resort was, I'm going to try to not botch this. It's like Architectonica of Miami. So this is an architecture firm out of Miami. Say that again. Architectonica. (laughs) Look it up. And it's with a Q as well. They're very fancy. Um, so we'll go through kind of like the quick opening dates of these. And then we'll talk a little bit about some construction. So All-Star Sports was the first one. They opened in April 20- They opened April 29th of 1994. So about two years is when the, like, they from groundbreaking to opening about two years um, or less, I guess, because it was November and April. But April 29th, 1994, All-Star Music opened November 22nd of 1994. Um, And their first building was the Calypso building. And then the All-Star Movies Resort opened January 15th of 1999. So a little bit of a gap in between the first two and the third. Um, And now we're going to talk about some construction. All of the resorts have many areas. Uh, They have a large food court, a gift shop hub area, and then a pool with a poolside bar. So that's something that each of them have. They're just different themes. Um, The rooms are typically around 260 square feet in size. So if you want to put a number on how tiny the rooms are or how big the rooms are whatever you want to say uh but we're going to talk about all-star sports first so behind the check-in desk in the lobby are murals with athletes playing all kinds of sports on the other side behind concierge is a mural of disney characters playing sports so going on with the sports theme here there's a hall of fame in the main building as well Uh, it has a case with trophies and photo frames Um, And the frames actually will feature your name. So kind of like how when you're on, it's a small world ride and it says goodbye to your name, they have a similar feature there, uh, with the photo frames, the wall next to this features photos, of famous athletes like Muhammad Ali, Babe Ruth, Tony Hawk, and LeBron James. Uh, Greg, I'm curious which athletes you don't know out of that list.
1: Okay. Yeah. Thanks for calling me out on this. So before we hit record, I was like, Beth, I was looking at the wall and I was like, I, they, you know, I was, I was watching a a video of the all-star sports and they were showing the wall of fame. And I'm like, I literally don't know who 80% of these athletes are. So like, I was like, so the, luckily the guy was saying who some of them were. Cause I mean, I would recognize Muhammad Ali and Tony Hawk and LeBron James, but I didn't, I didn't even notice Babe Ruth up there and some other people. Whoops. Hey man. Okay. I can't know everything.
0: Do you know what sports all these people played? Let me ask you that.
1: Yes, they all played tennis.
0: <laughs> all right. Anyways, at the end of the wall is a cutout of a cartoon baseball player, and you can put your head in there and take a photo. So that's another little photo op for you. Um, their areas include – so there's – each resort has different areas. So I'm going to go through, like, what the theming is of each area. That's basically, like, the buildings, right? So each kind of, like, building area, like, courtyard kind of area has a different theme. So uh, there's one called Touchdown, and it is a giant football field with, the, with plays drawn out on the turf and a big Mickey as well. It has big helmets on the sidewalk painted to look like the out-of-bounds markers. Um, so this is just more of like a football-themed area. Then the next one is called Center Court, and it's a giant Spalding tennis ball canister cover, covering the stairwells. It has big tennis rackets, tennis, uh, has a big tennis court with Huey, Dewey, and Louie playing baseball. Um, even though it's tennis, so that doesn't really make much sense, but it's okay.
1: I think that was the point that they're, you know, they're getting into trouble all the time. They're kind of like messing around.
0: Yeah. That makes sense. But it's like our gener, like the older generation is like, what? we're like, it's Huey and Louie. Like they were gather around children. Let us tell you about them. (laughs) Um, the next area is called the home run hotel and it has a giant Coca-Cola cup with a straw. It has huge Louisville sluggers. That's a bat. Uh, stadium lighting bleacher seats has a scoreboard a batter's cage a statue of uh, baseball goofy squirting water in the center of the pool so that's like where the pool area is there's a lot of stuff over the home run area Mm -hmm. and then the last oh no there's two more um then there's one called surfs up so this has giant surfboards lifeguards stand over the stairwells sidewalks Um, they look like boardwalk It looks like a boardwalk over there with slots of wood. So it's more of like a surfing kind of theme over there. And then the last area is called the Hoops Hotel, which has big basketball hoops with basketballs going in, pennants, uh, giant whistles, cheerleader, megaphones are um, also around that area. That was a lot. So they have some good air. So you can imagine how many rooms, because these are all like multiple buildings. There's a lot of rooms at these resorts.
1: Yeah. Um, And you'll notice a trend in all of these value resorts, specifically the All-Stars, they all themed their stairwells. So like yeah. just like you mentioned the, the big megaphone, if you go inside of it, there are just stairs to go to the second and mm-hmm. third and, and maybe fourth. I can't remember if they have four levels yeah. there. but um, And that's what I remember as a kid. I thought it was like it blew my mind. I thought it was the coolest thing that inside mm-hmm. a megaphone were stairs. stairs. As an adult, it's like, oh, they're just hiding the stairs because it's an outdoor resort because you have to walk outside to go up and down stairs. But instead yeah. they decorate them.
0: Yeah, they're like, we'll make it look a little bit better. According to an article in the South Florida Sun Sentinel, installing the big props like the three-story tall surfboards cost over $70,000 each. So they did put a little bit of money into these hotels. Um, And if you're wondering, in order to fit in one of the giant football helmets, you'd have to be about 200 feet tall. So good luck with that. We're not there quite yet as a human race. Um, The actual driving roads around... The area are custom named as well. So, like, this one is Stadium Boulevard and Hall of Fame Lane. So, they go with it. And All-Star Sports is currently under renovation. So, they're not open currently, right? Correct. Greg, they're still under renovations for the rooms of that one.
1: That's what we Which assume. Is... So, yeah. the resort had been announced to open in December, but they've delayed it. And, of course, Disney does not announce why. And I'm sure mm-hmm. there are a list of reasons. But um, all of these All-Stars have been undergoing renovations since 2019 so we're Mm -hmm. thinking it's because all-star sports hasn't finished yet that's the current thought process
0: yeah all right let's move to all-star music so all-star music has different sections the first one is the calypso building it has big uh, maracas and drums they have a uh, jazz section which has a big drum set that says all-star jazz band on it Um, the Broadway section has lines on the walkway and street signs. Like you're walking on actual Broadway, like you're walking on actual Broadway street in New York city, um, has brick walls that says stage door, a ticket booth for Aladdin and beauty and the beast. Also the newsies and has big posters for the little mermaid, Mary Poppins and the lion King. That's for the Broadway section. The country section has big harmonicas covering the stairwells. Big cowboy boots with Mickeys, big banjos, and a little courtyard that has a Fort Wilderness vibe. Which is, you know, I guess because it's country. Country. Um, they're going for a different type of country. Anyways, uh, <laughs> the rock and roll section has big electric guitars, speakers, jukebox designs, and classic, sh- a classic Chevy car. Also has big microphones that have WDW on them and a lot of checkerboard black and white designs. Gotta have that sexy car in there, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> The music resort was the (laughs) first, (laughs) this was the first Disney value resort with family suites. So they did add some um, larger rooms with that. The lobby's check-in area and concierge desk feature a big mural with Disney characters playing instruments or singing and dancing. The other side features a big mural of people singing, dancing, and playing instruments. So the difference there is you're either Disney characters or you're not. (laughs)
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) Like just put a bunch of people playing instruments on the wall. It'll be great. Yes. Also in the lobby is the Artie Arch, which is a giant version of the award given to musical artists as voted on by fans. It's a big set of headphones. Uh, You can take your photo with it. And then there's a sign next to it that explains more detail about the award. So look for the Artie
1: Arch. So when I heard of this Artie Arch, it's like, I I don't know. Like, I don't know what this is referring to. Yeah. Yeah. So it sounds like it was something from Radio Disney, as you know, is like, Mm. I think, currently has been disbanded, I think. I don't think Radio Disney broadcasts the way they used to. But there were awards given out. But this particular statue, if you will, or piece, um, has traveled around. But I think it lives permanently now at All-Star Music. But it's got like a graffiti vibe to it. So if you you Google the Artie Arch, maybe I'll put a photo of it um, in our story the day this releases. So you can see what it looks like. It's got like a graffiti punk style to it. It's, it's interesting. Okay. It's just a big set yeah. of headphones, like, like uh, Beats, like those kind of headphones.
0: Mm-hmm. Like what I'm wearing right now. Yes.
1: Um,
0: okay. Also in the main building is a shrine to Queen, as, I mean, any resort should have, right? Uh, with a platinum mm-hmm. record for one million sales of the greatest hits album. Next to that is a series of photos of famous artists, including Elton John, Bruce Springsteen, Coldplay, Elvis, Taylor Swift, Michael Jackson, Jay-Z, and Prince wonder how they picked all those very interesting yeah that's a good mix uh the food court there features a lot of scenes from the current mickey cartoons so like kind of like how mickey and minnie's runaway railway style is with the newer mickey cartoons they have a lot of those featured there um this resort is designated as part of the florida green lodging program we've talked about this with a couple other resorts just meanings that they meet standards for the green lodging program so it just means they're a little bit more energy efficient there they have a guitar-shaped pool in this side, and their room renovations there started in 2020.
1: So when they reopened this year, post-pandemic, they were all done. Could we go back to that guitar-shaped pool for a second, though? Yeah. So obviously, it's when you look at it from ground level, it looks, you know, guitar-shaped. But when you do an overview, like an overhead satellite view on Google Maps, you can actually see the three or four lines, or maybe it's five—I don't know—guitars. But the lines going down the, the center, where you would like be straight, yeah. Thank you, the strings Play. of the guitar. Obviously, oh, I'm a natural musician. Um, <laughs> you can see them paint. You can see them painted in the bottom of the pool. So when yeah. you're looking at looking at it from above, like it truly does look like a guitar. It's pretty Great
0: cool. Guitar, super cool. Uh, the roads over on this section are all Melody Lane. I'm like, are there multiple roads or is it just one road?
1: Well, the all-star music shares a little bit of property with sports. So on Mm. one side, it's the hall of fame, but like the music, like the The true music side is is mostly melody lane. True.
0: All right. And then lastly, we're going to talk about all-star movies. All-star movies is probably one of my favorites. Um, It is decorated with giant Disney film icons, such as the Fantasia pool, a Mighty Ducks themed duck pond pool, Herbie, the love bug, puppies from 101 Dalmatians and some of the residents of Andy's room from Pixar's Toy Story. So we'll just kind of talk a little bit about these areas quickly. Uh, The 101 Dalmatians area has big fire hydrants, dog bone shaped benches, a photo opportunity where it looks like the puppies have gathered around to watch you on TV, which I love that. Um,
1: I need to get a picture of that. I don't know how I don't have one. I've stayed there, so like it's a set yeah. where they're like sitting on a carpet. The little pups are like watching the TV, and it's a cutout, so you can stand behind it and like have your photo mm-hmm. taken. I don't know how I don't have one of those of me. Got to work. Yeah,
0: out and All Star Movies is probably you've probably seen pictures of these different areas because they're super well lit. It seems like so people mm-hmm. are able to get really good photos of like some of these big icons in there, and I love looking at those pictures. I'm like, man, because you can get some good photos over there. Uh, Toy Story area has Buzz. Buzz is like – it's a giant version of the box he comes in. There's big green army men, buckets with um, which cover the stairwells. So they have a bunch of those types of things over there. I think there's a Pixar ball in there. I feel like there's a big Pixar yeah, ball like over there.
1: Yeah, and like the – the Green Army men, you know, they've come out of their bucket, which is the staircase, and they're aligning like the edge of the roof, and they all have their mm-hmm. guns out, and it looks like they're pointing <laughs> their guns at Buzz, which is kind of interesting.
0: Yeah. Also cool. Uh Fan the Fantasia part, they have lots of brooms with buckets, a big sorcerer hat, uh Donald and Daisy statues that you can take photos with, and then they have a giant creepy jack in the box, with yes they do have. I think we've stayed creepy. over in that. Yeah, that side is a little bit creepy. Uh the Mighty Ducks section. Which is like, shouldn't this be an all-star sports? But anyways, I digress. Um, The Mighty Ducks section has big hockey masks, a statue of Goofy, and a hockey uniform that you can take a big photo with over there. And the Herbie, some of these are just so random. Like, even in the, like, 90s, I was like, really? It was just interesting. Um, I mean, I guess Mighty Ducks is not weird for for the 90s. But the Herbie section is, like, obviously, it's Herbie the Love Bug. Uh, They have big wrenches and screwdrivers, a winner's circle with the first place trophy, and the actual Herbie the Love Bug car used in the Magic Kingdom parades from 1978 to 1990. So there's your little Planet Hollywood tidbit for you with the uh, (laughs) extra props there. All right. The last section is the Fantasia-themed pool area. So it's Fantasia Mickey is standing on a big rock with water fountains spraying up like it's the scene from the film, which I do love that. So their pool area is the Fantasia pool. The lobby features a small area set up like a cinema with rows of seats in front of a big screen. And then this is the area in most resort lobbies where, like, kids can sit and watch cartoons and stuff. Like, every time you're walking by there, there's a Disney movie playing. So that's what's in the lobby area. Mm
1: -hmm. You'll notice we didn't mention it in the other two because the other two are boring. The one for All-Star Music, I I felt like it could be like a concert hall or something. No, it's just – it's a bench basically in front of a TV. Yeah,
0: they're like, sit there and be quiet. Um, (laughs) Whereas at least the movies is like, watch a movie because it goes along with our theming. So, I know, I was like, you could put on rock concerts or something.
1: Anyways. Something, right?
0: Yeah. Uh, the mural in the lobby contains painted images of Hollywood and movie icons. For example, the El Capitan Theater, which is owned by Disney and is the place where Disney films often have their world premiere, um, is there. It also has the Chinese Theater, which we all know is the, one of the big icons in Hollywood Studios. And then the Alex Theater, which is a performing arts theater in Glendale, California. Um, and then it also has the Team Disney Building.
1: Yeah, the Team Disney building is the one where all of the, like, the Seven Dwarfs are in the columns. They're, like, look like they're kind of holding up the building. Mm -hmm. It's a cool looking Mm -hmm. thing. So, when you're, if you happen to go to All Star movies and you're waiting to check in, you're walking around, just kind of, like, lean over the desk, (laughs) like, look around and see if you can spot all these things because they're all in there. They're just part of the big painted mural in there.
0: Mm -hmm. The main building also features a wall of fame for some films. So, there's a Star Wars section with some fake awards, like a Golden Mickey, stuff like that. Um, the food court features a bunch of movie posters, including Luca and Cruella, which were the more recent ones. So the, they kind of update those as movies um, come out. So you're you're not always going to see the same thing in there. And the roads around this area were named Stardust Drive, Director's Drive, Premier Way, and Showbiz Lane. And these were the first rooms to be refurbished. So they were done, I think, in 2019, because um, yes. I do remember staying in one of those refurbished rooms. They kind of, like, did them in phases, but I'm pretty sure they finished in 2019 for that one. And I can't remember, Greg, was it movies or music that had the um, the special menus? This was pre-COVID.
1: So All-Star Movies had a secret menu, and you were able to see the menu items by getting one of those viewfinders that you mm-hmm. may remember as a kid that had, like, that circular, yeah. you know, disc thing in it. Um, I don't think they're currently doing it now. Um, Probably not. But they would bring like out, like, a briefcase. Things. Yeah, yes. I think they kind of got rid of that. Uh, but we it was a, it, um, an interesting way to, to drive or to, you know, give a little bit of attention to the all-star food courts.
0: Yeah. We did it once when we stayed over in that area. And we did go in and we asked for the special menu. And they kind of were like, you could tell they were like kind of busy, but it was like, whatever, we'll get this out for you. So they did <laughs> get it out. It was really cool because they opened up this briefcase and they like put the hand you the viewfinder thing and you get to look through it. Um, and we got the, it was like a donut. Essentially, it was a donut burger um and it was delicious yeah but that was one of the menu items because you couldn't just like go over there and order that you You, yeah we were like we want the full experience um so they did have (laughs) some kind of like fun things to do over there
1: i do have one small thing and Mm -hmm. before i I mention that we will definitely talk about the room refurbishments because it's kind of a hot topic with these resorts Mm -hmm. versus old school 90s i'm going to say 90s theming versus the more clean kind of minimalistic decor if you will in the rooms people kind of fall on either side there so we'll talk about that coming up but um i was reading this article from the mid-90s when the first all-star opened like when sports was you know getting ready to open with the surf subsection and that's when i learned about how big the statues are and how much it costs and stuff but they got a quote from someone um, who works at the central florida hotel and motel association so Mm -hmm. like you mentioned in the history These were the first value resorts for Disney and everyone else, every non-Disney resort in the area were like, "Uh uh-oh, because Mm -hmm. they had a whole business that was thriving on capitalizing on how Disney doesn't have value resorts. So the president of the Central Florida Hotel and Motel Association had this to say about Disney opening up value resorts. Quote, it's a new swarm of mosquitoes coming along and some people are going to get bit." (laughs) He's a a little salty, I think, about this situation.
0: A little salty there.
1: All right, so now let's get into some category info, some price ranges, of course, all the different available stuff at these resorts. And like always, we'll talk about some pros and cons, some of my experiences, some tips I can possibly give you. So, -hmm. like we mentioned, this is a value resort, or all three of these are part of the value resorts. Here's the price range. So, you heard in our opening little intro to this episode, back when it opened in 1994. All-Star mm-hmm. Sports was available at the time for $69 a night. Here is the current price range for the year 2021 for all three I'm resorts. i myself. Sports isn't open. It ranges from $104 to $254 Woo. a night. Or Woo. if you're staying at music and um, you're getting the family suites, which we'll talk about a little backstory on that mm-hmm. in a moment, that can go all the way up to $521 a night. Now, if you're sitting there which is what I think what Beth is doing. <laughs> well, hold on. If you're, if you're sitting there like what I think you're doing right now, Beth, is, well, at what time of day or month or year is it $104? Is it available only one day and therefore they can say it's available? So whenever we give these price ranges, it's always Sunday through Thursday in January and February. Those are the most uh, value seasons, let's mm-hmm. say. That's usually when the rooms are at their lowest dollar amount. So if you'd like to potentially stay at a Disney Valley resort and get the lower range of what I'm talking about, look for mid-January through mid-February. That's basically when the 104 will be Sunday through Thursday. Just Mm -hmm. remember that, Mm -hmm. based on availability. Now, preferred rooms are more. So let's talk about that. Mm -hmm. Um, Like you mentioned, all of the rooms here are 260 square feet. It is the smallest room, for sure, on Disney property. I mean, you're not really here to get a big luxurious room. No. You're here to fit this into your budget, stay here, and go to the parks, which is really what you do all the time, so yeah. no wonder. you know. That's why so I'm these angry. Sleep... <laughs> yes. <laughs> these sleep four, plus an infant, so there is no option for a fifth adult. You're really not supposed to get a cot for a fifth person. There's no fifth sleeper underneath the TV. It's just four adults. They um, are all 260 square feet, with the exception of the Family Suites at All Star Music. So, All-Star Music Family Suite is 520 square feet. It sleeps six. It's got the one queen bed and two queen pull-down beds. So as they've been doing in, like, the deluxe resorts, it's the sofa where the bed is in the wall. So it doesn't pull out of the sofa. It pulls down and, like, kind of replaces the couch right there. So in one of the two rooms in the Family Suite, you have two of those beds that pull down from the wall. Then the other room has has just a bed. It's, you know, a, a permanent bed. And it's the queen there. So they figure two people, two adults per bed, total of six. So is the The suite suite not just a
0: a door in between two rooms that opens up? Oh, it's so
1: funny you mentioned that, Beth. Yes. So here's the thing. So um, let's talk a little bit about the backstory of All-Star Music (sighs) and these family suites. So around the time this was happening, this resort was under construction. The Nickelodeon Hotel opened up down the road, obviously Mm -hmm. a, a competitor. And they had their themed family suites at a, what was essentially a value resort, a budget resort. So in response to that, Disney decided to quickly give the green light to Pop Century, which wound up not fully completed, which eventually became part of it, or part of it became out of Art of, Art of Animation around 9-11. But mm-hmm. um, they scrambled, and they uh, green, greenlit Pop, but in the meantime decided to convert resort rooms at All-Star Music to suites, so you'll notice if you ever see a video or you stay at All Star Music Family Suites, it's two rooms. So we talked about how the rooms are two hundred and sixty square feet and these are five twenty. Mm-hmm. Well, five twenty in half is six, two sixty, right? So two. it's literally just two rooms. So mm-hmm. one of the two rooms has been altered a little bit to put the two beds in there that are the you know, the the ones where it's a one's a table and one's a couch, kind of a thing. And then that's really it. There's you got the TV and like maybe like a lounge chair or something. And the other room has a fridge and like some counter space there and then a bed. And they each have their own bathroom. So essentially <laughs> it's two rooms. It does have some artwork and stuff in there. I mean, it's nothing too fancy, but it has some like kind of things on the wall that have like Donald playing the Maracas and it says Calypso on it. So it all stays in the theme of all star music with some Disney characters. But. I'm going to say in terms of suites on Disney property, these are for sure value suites. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Just sometimes when you hear suite, like, yeah. oh, this is going to be super fancy. It's yeah. not. It's still a, no. a low frills suite for Disney. Um, and, because and that's I it. So to the say, price range. Because
0: I, I want to say that the door, though, the door is just a door that opens and closes and locks. Because we've stayed in a room where literally there's a door. And if you were to open that door, it would be considered a suite. Otherwise, they're just two separate rooms.
1: Well, not necessarily. So one 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 thing on my list of pros for this resort is that you can get connecting rooms. So okay, in the suite, so, I don't think the, the – at least what I saw, I'm not sure if the door actually closes or not, but you can't have each of them be standalone rooms. They definitely have to go together. You can't get them separate, okay, whereas so you could I'm stay in two of, regular rooms where the yeah, door opens. I'm thinking of yes, the two regular rooms where, where the that. door opens. Okay, cool. Yes. So this is a dedicated suite where the fridge in the second room is like a full-size fridge like you'd find uh, in your kitchen. Oh, okay. That is much um, better. So be- that, that is a, a suite, so to speak.
0: Fridges in the regular rooms are a joke, but anyways, I don't are risk. small,
1: <laughs> which is funny because the fridge on the room is on my list of pros. But well, we'll get there in a second. All right, all right. So, um, well, because it's the same size in every resort, just the pro is a really specific thing. But anyway, okay. so the price range for these suites, these family suites at All Star Music is – 264 dollars to 521 so if you look at it as well okay the room is basically just two regular rooms but the price is more than two regular rooms however it is a guaranteed space for your entire traveling party you do get a bigger fridge mm-hmm. you do get kind of like a little bit more space to spread out so to speak and you get two bathrooms the restaurants available on these resorts of course all three have a food court and of course they're they're named appropriately All-Star Sports has the End Zone Food Court and Grandstand Spirits, which is a pool bar. Mm -hmm. All-Star Music has the Intermission Food Court with the Singing Spirits Mm -hmm. pool bar. Singing Spirits sounds like it's more Haunted Mansion than it is All-Star Music. Sounds very uh,
0: Princess and the Frog.
1: Yes. (laughs) Um, All-Star Movies has the world premiere food court and the Silver Screen Spirits pool Mm -hmm. bar. Same thing with the gift shops here at these resorts. They all have their themed name. Sports has the Sport Goofy Gifts and Sundries. Sport Goofy is just sounds like it's missing something. Maybe Sporty Goofy. Like yeah. he's one of the Spice Girls. I don't know. Sporty Spice Goofy. Music spice. has Yes. Uh music has Maestra Mickeys and movies has Donald's double feature. Those are the mm. the gift shops like there. That. For for recreation, they all have an arcade. Now of course the Valley Resorts. Their arcades are I'm going to say a little bigger than some of the other resorts because 'cause you're kind of expecting more families, more kids at these places. Sports mm-hmm. has the Game Point. Uh, arcade music has the Notable Games, and it's N O T apostrophe mm. A B L E. So it's mm-hmm. notable as mm-hmm. a music note. Get it? See what they did there? Imagineers, guys. Geniuses. <laughs> Movies has the Real Fun, and it's R E E L, <laughs> like a reel of film. Mm-hmm. They tried very hard. The pools have names, of course. At sports, it's the Surfboard Bay Pool, the Grand Slam Pool. They also have a playground if you're interested in burning your skin and clean off of your body. Yes. Have you ever been on like playgrounds and stuff in the summer here? Like you could you Ugh. could cook eggs on the slide. You I don't can't know touch why they... anything
0: is the problem. It's like you let's can't. go play. Well, you can't touch anything. You're gonna burn yourself.
1: No. You have to go down on like you have to. It's a it's a byo potato sack. Yeah. And go t- and go down the slide. Good on luck it. with it. Oh god, um, that
0: the feeling of potato sack in the summertime makes me want to vomit. <laughs> Ugh.
1: I didn't realize there were seminal differences in potato sacks. In that smell, in in potato that smell
0: of potato sacks. You know what I'm talking about? Like you're doing field day or something. Yeah. Yes. It's just one of those like smells and feelings you just never forget. well no thanks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize potato sacks were a trigger for you. Okay. Over at All Star Music, uh, they have the Calypso Pool and Kitty Pool plus the Piano Pool. I and mean, You know what's nice mm-hmm. about the Piano Pool? One, it's shaped like the piano, but just piano. like on the rim of the pool on one side it has the piano keys. So like, yeah, I know. This is one of those things about these resorts where the theming is very in your face, way over the top. Sometimes people consider it tacky, and maybe it's not your style. And it really doesn't matter if it is or it isn't. You wouldn't stay here if it's not. But there is something to be said about walking around and, like, you're going in the pool and you have to walk over a set of painted piano keys. Like, it definitely takes you away from reality, right?
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: At All Star Movies, it has the Fantasia Pool, like you mentioned, and the Duck duck Pond Pool over at... the Mighty Ducks area. Mm-hmm. So that's that in terms of what it's like as a value resort. So let's get a little bit more into Greg's opinions uh, of yeah. these three resorts, some experiences I've had, some tips I can give you. With the value resorts, there were, I struggle with the, the preferred room situation here. There is no view, so to speak. There is no like pool yeah. view. We've kind of <laughs> talked about this at the moderate resorts, which do have a pool view or a garden view the preferred room is right next to the main buildings and these suites at all-star music are only in the preferred section, the Calypso and jazz. So uh, the last time I stayed at an all-star resort was for our wedding trip in 2015. We were trying to max out our time there. We had three nights coming up at the grand Floridian to offset. We had to spend some nights at at all-star. Maybe that's how you want to plan your trip, right? Kind of go light on the first couple of days, maybe do a split stay and then go somewhere big on the second half of your trip. So, uh, we stayed in a in the preferred section. I want to say it was Toy Story, and it is nice. I don't know if it, it's always worth the additional cost per night to stay in preferred. It's just a matter of what you're comfortable with, because the resort's pretty spread out. I would um, say the different sections. It,
0: I would say if you have kids, um, preferred mm. is probably going to be your best bet, just because they are closer. And so, if you have long days in the park, the last thing you want to do is mm. be schlepping all of your stuff farther away. Of my friends that I've talked to that have kids that take them, they're like, preferred room is the way to go just because, you know, by the time you get back to your – you've already waited in line for the buses. You've had to get on the bus with all of your stuff. The last thing you want to do when you get to your resort is have to walk like another half mile to get to your room.
1: Yeah. Well, that and if you – if when they bring back the dining plan and or if you have the resort mugs and you want to do a refill, a lot Mm -hmm. of times like the pool bars and stuff have refill stations. But if you're going to the main food court area to get breakfast in the morning, you don't want to have to walk. Super far, so super far, so totally, if that's something you could swing, I would say go for the preferred. The room sizes are the same, like we mentioned. All rooms are right. 260 square feet. There, It's just being closer to the main building. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of the sections, I would say I don't necessarily recommend a particular section in any three of these resorts outside of the preferred stuff. And I just mean mm-hmm. in terms of theming. Just kind of do a little research. Figure out what it is you might like. Um, you you are able to request a certain section. Obviously, if you're in preferred, you're limited to the preferred sections, and if you're mm-hmm. not, you can't you know request a preferred. But you can request certain sections. So the last time we stayed at All Star Music, we stayed at the Broadway section because the previous time of that, we were randomly placed there, and that seems to be our favorite section of the of mm-hmm. that. Maybe it's just because we're two New Yorkers. I don't know. It's almost <laughs> like we're back in the city, but it is like it is kind of cool. You know, it's it's really nothing fancy, but for some reason, we just like the Broadway section the most. And in terms of food at these resorts, don't get lost in the idea that these are all food court style, you know, options. Yeah. Um, one thing I'll mention is that something that my wife, Nicole, always likes about the value resorts is the food court. And I'll give her that. So it's a totally different vibe than going into a sit-down restaurant at a at a resort or even like a more kind of quieter, intimate, quick service place like the Gasparilla Island Grill at Grand Floridian. That's mm-hmm. not a food court. Yeah, That's like no. a fancier quick mm-hmm. service restaurant, right? But there is something uh, to say about the vibe of a food court because it's like kind of loud. It's like hustle and muscle, right? Mm-hmm. Like it has, a, it has a certain like vacation vibe mm-hmm. that just maybe reminds me of like a busy day in school or something in a good way, like cafeteria. So I kind of get that. I don't know if I like it all the time, but it does like kind of, I don't know, get you going a little bit differently than a Because it has more of a more park vibe. Restaurant.
0: There's more of like a park vibe of people like you're either getting ready to go to the park or it's people coming back from the parks and they're just like taking a load off and trying to get a meal before they go back to their rooms. So it is sort of like that in and out, almost like the train station or something. Right. It's almost like being at the bus station because people are just coming and going from the parks, essentially, because most of the time if people are hanging out at the pool, they're like out at the pool area. They're not in the food court area. So there's that kind of vibe to it. I get it.
1: And it's great for people watching.
0: Yes, it is.
1: And there are, there are some good food options here. I can't necessarily recommend any of the Italian dishes they sell here. <laughs> no. no. Maybe because I'm, you know, where I'm from. But I also haven't tried them, so I can't recommend them. But I will say that the turkey sandwich that they have at all three locations is delicious. They also have it at Art and Pop. I think it's the Value Resort Special. Mm-hmm. But it's that big turkey sandwich that you, you, I'm sure you've seen a photo that I have posted of it before. But it's the turkey Mozzarella, sweet bell peppers, basil aioli, lettuce, balsamic vinaigrette, and it's served with fries or whatever. But I think it's really good. And the Asian chicken bowl is also good too. And mm. it's a nice, like, kind of less of a park food option. It's not a fry, it's yeah. not a burger, it's not a grill, you know, it's not chicken finger or so something. Just different. Something to keep in mind. And of course, with breakfast, all of the locations have Mickey waffles and other those types of breakfast platters that you basically can't get wrong, right? It's a sure bet if they have breakfast at the resort, you're going to get something you like. Yeah. All right. Just a couple of a random notes here. I know we talked about some of the theming in the lobbies and a little bit in the rooms of um, like the the family suites at All Star Music. But unlike, let's say, I know we haven't gotten to Riviera yet, but like the more subtle Disney, these are a lot less subtle nods mm-hmm. to Disney things. But uh, the renovation of these resorts included changing the beds from, you know, two dedicated beds to one bed and the one that folds down Murphy over the table. Bed. One Murphy bed. And um, the artwork, when you pull down the bed in all three of these resorts, is Huey, Dewey, and Louie, mm-hmm. who are, I guess, the mascots of these resorts. I don't I know, because they're in all the rooms. Plus, like you mentioned, they're on the tennis court and, and sports. So the the mural that's in the Murphy bed is Huey, Dewey, and Louie, and they're all sitting down kind of like dreaming. So you see their thought bubbles go up, and one of them is dreaming about starring in a movie. One of them is dreaming about being a musician, and one of them is dreaming about being a sports star. So they mm-hmm. cover all three of the Disney Resort, right. so it keeps consistent artwork across, across property, and the chairs that are with the tables there have patterns on them that have like, uh, bowling balls, records, film reels. So obviously icons something of something more themed, you know, that represent all three of the resorts. So kind of smaller details to remind you you're staying at one of the three all-star resorts. So no, um, the general rooms there don't have the theming like the family suites do with the different characters in the artwork, but. Here's a little bit of what's going on with those renovations at the resorts. So two of them are done, and sports seems to be underway. And if you remember, the old school All Star Resort rooms were definitely had a 90s feel. One, they had that carpet, which thank God are gone. The carpet. Those carpets are gone. The carpet it's was back the main... to that vinyl laminate it's flooring. It's so much cleaner, Ugh.
0: so much cleaner. Yes,
1: but you know, it depends on where you land on this subject. But some people feel strongly about the old school theming that had like the border around the top of the room. The walls were a certain color. It had um, like posters on the wall. I remember there was like a, you know the Toy Story rooms had either Buzz or Woody. Or I remember staying in mm-hmm. the Mighty Ducks when that had a big Mighty Ducks. Those are gone and off the wall. And all the walls are like asylum white. Yeah. I. Th- it's tough because it definitely makes the room feel so much brighter and lighter, it does. and not necessarily bigger, but like it's less dingy. But it does. One thing it didn't it like. It does make it. Yeah. It does make it it does. It a little bit
0: bigger looking. I mean, that's the whole like trick to it, right? Is Yes. You only you only have as much light as that one big window kind of lets in. And so you need to like have it lightened up so it doesn't feel so small. So they do feel bigger with the white walls. I think it's better for them not to have. And I don't know.
1: Yes. I'm
0: partial to the clean. I'm like, I just want it to be clean and it feels clean. Mm-hmm. The bathroom part is gorgeous. Um, like the vanity area and the bathroom part, I think yes. is gorgeous. It's the floor because they got rid of the carpet. It just feels so much cleaner in there.
1: Yeah. I think I'm definitely on the side of I like the way the rooms are now. I have fond memories of how the rooms used to be because it was Mm -hmm. definitely more, quote, themed. But from what I'm looking for in a hotel room at the All Stars, I think the version of it that it is now is better because Mm -hmm. of the the bright color, the clean look. The fridge in there now has the um, clear front so you can see what's in the fridge before you open it, which makes it... Easier to not leave something in the fridge when you go to check out. That's true. So those small things. So let's talk about some pros and cons of these resorts. Now, of course, these are my own pros and cons, but I want to share them with you. A big pro for the All-Stars is if you ever stayed in it before, just like we've been mentioning, rooms are updated. It's worth mm-hmm. taking a look if you're kind of on the fence about it. Definitely check it out. Obviously, the price is a pro here at All-Stars, sports, music, and movies. So if you're not in the room a lot and you're really just looking for somewhere to sleep, so you could just max out your park time, aka if you're Beth, um, the All Star <laughs> resorts might be for you, right? I mean, like if you're if you're really there just to sleep to go for park open and state park closed, then you know, if you're not gonna hang out at the resort a whole lot, then then don't pay for that luxury, right? Then just yeah. you have a place to sleep, use the Disney buses and whatnot. Um plenty of USBs and outlets in this. Now this is a really small pro, but think about this. You're going with your phones, probably your iPads Mm -hmm. and tablets, or maybe even cameras, or your, you know, your cell phone charger packs and stuff. Like, you can have so many different places to charge these while you're sleeping. It's just really handy, not only with the regular outlets, but, like, the USB, so you can just plug it right in if you Mm -hmm. forgot your wall cube and stuff. Um, I have on here, too, that it's much brighter, and um, the theming... In here is still a pro for me. So when I say theming, I mean the exterior theming. So like the big giant surfboards yeah. and helmets and stuff. It's it's weird, right? So I know this is not everyone's taste. So this might be a con for you. And that's totally fine. But if you're looking to escape reality, for sure, it will happen <laughs> at the All-Star Resorts. Because yeah. I don't know about you, but I don't live anywhere where there are big giant cowboy boots outside my front door. So right. it is for sure a, diff- a different environment you're going to be in.
0: Yeah. Well, I would agree with most of the pros um that you've listed obviously the pricing i mean at this point i do think you're paying for disney like there are cheaper places you can stay off property if you're just looking for a place to sleep but if you really want it to be disney yep. then obviously this is going to be your value um i mean you have to keep in mind you are paying for parking so like that is a, co- a pro it's like you don't you know you're able to park your car there and ride the buses but you are paying for that parking so that's not free so it's kind of like one of those like pros and cons because it's something else you have to factor yes. into the price. So, as you're giving out prices, it's like we'll add fourteen dollars a day to that. You have here the see-through fridge as a pro. I think the fridge is pretty, but both times that we stayed in a value resort, I'm just going to say this: um, it uh, eventually like froze out because you can only fit like a few cans in there. You cannot right. fit a lot of things in that fridge, so it's not like a typical. I would say it's not like a typical fridge. Like you think it's smaller than you think. Cause they kept breaking for us. We were like, the fridge is not working. It would like freeze out or something. We're like, we literally have like four cans of like soda water in here. Like, why is this not working? And they're like, Oh, you can't put too much stuff in there. And I'm like, I literally can only put two things in here. Like, I don't understand. (laughs) Ugh, it was so frustrating to me. But so I, it is pretty, but I just don't think it's big enough. Yes. Especially if you have a family like.
1: I have um, arranged the racks in the fridge. I've taken some out to be able Because like Nicole, we usually have like a big jug of water with her and we could barely right. fit that in there. You're right. Yeah. I will say on the on a, a new con for me is cool to see through it, but it is mm-hmm. small. However, mm-hmm. I've definitely taken the racks out and put it on top. I was like, Listen, I need to fit more stuff in here. All right. Some cons. So the last time I stayed at, at a Valley Resort you um had to bring towels from your room to the pool i don't know if that's still the case so keep your just keep keep uh, mm, that yeah. in mind if you get yeah. to the pool and there's no towels it's cuz you have to you're supposed to take them from your room um obviously this is a value resort so some of the amenities are going to be different which is to say there really aren't any amenities there is no workout you know there's no gym or anything There are no table service restaurants at any of the All-Stars. It's just quick service. If you're looking for a full Mm -hmm. sit-down meal, you're not going to find them here. Um, Rooms can be far from the bus, like we mentioned. If you're not in a preferred room and you're all the way in the back, it might be a bit of a walk for you. Um... These resorts are often used by large groups, either traveling groups, you know, um, like sports teams and stuff. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, and I'm not putting everyone in the bucket of people who do bad things. I'm just saying that sometimes when large sports groups come, depending on their chaperones, um, sometimes mm-hmm. they get a little rowdy, right? Yes. So it can, be, it can be pretty loud and pretty noisy. The buses can be crowded because obviously there's one bus location. These resorts have 1,900 mm-hmm. rooms. So like each, so it's quite a bit of people who are trying to take the bus. Same time, the pools don't have slides. So if a pool slide is a make or break for your family, you might want to upgrade to a moderate. All of the moderates have uh, slides at the pools. There's something something to keep in mind there. That's really it for my pros and cons. And, you know, it's totally up to you if if you don't like kind of getting jammed in a room or having to walk outside to get to your room. So we've mentioned this before at the moderate resorts um you know the hallways are exterior so you're exposed to the heat the humidity potentially the rain it rains sideways here in Florida so yep. even though you think as you get to your building you might be safe because you're kind of covered you're still outside so there's still the bugs and the and the sideways yeah. rain so now
0: I do want to I want to throw out a tip here because I want I think Doug and I figured it out we were trying to understand the air conditioning units in there because you cannot okay. adjust them they are all like there's no way for you to adjust them they're just like on a setting um, I think we figured out that they are on a motion setting. So unless there is like motion going on in the room, they are not, it's not going to be on. So that's why a lot of times when you come back, um, it may not actually be on and you're like, we've been gone all day. Like, why is the room a little bit warmer? It's because there hasn't been any movement in the room. So therefore the air thing is not on, which is, it's very energy saving. It makes sense. I would, uh, especially for, I think sports, which is like the green, whatever the green program, it makes sense. Like that's how it would yep. be there um green lodging but just something to think of mine because we were like okay what can we put in here that would move around all day so the air would stay on i think we figured out that if we have a fan that oscillates or you're a fan or something yes. that it would move around and that would be enough like for the sensor to see that there's movement in the room and it would keep it on. And I want to say when we did it, it worked. We were like, okay, it worked. Like there's gotta be yeah. movement in the room.
1: At least overnight. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because it's hard. Cause like you have, you have wet towels and stuff and you want things to dry, but if there's mm-hmm. no air movement, the humidity is so high that it's just not going to happen. So you just need something yeah. I would honestly, I would recommend bringing like an oscillating fan for your room just to get if more you're driving going. if you're flying if you're, I don't you're know. driving <laughs> if you're driving yeah for sure
1: i mean i've i've packed a skillet in my suitcase when i fly but i have not packed a fan but i'm not against it <laughs> i would be willing to try
0: you're like sir what is happening in here you're like, don't worry about it it's just my fan
1: mind your business so i have a lot of experiences here as a kid we stayed at all-star sports a lot this was even before movies opened up because uh, like you mentioned movies opened up in in 99 i want to say so When the All-Stars were new, we stayed at Surf's Up constantly. That was the one Mm -hmm. we um, requested. This might have been before they had like a preferred category that maybe cost money. We just knew that Surf's Up was close to the front, so that's where we'd stay. And um, I'm not going to name names, but (laughs) someone that I was traveling with would um, illegally acquire small fireworks. And part of my memory as a kid at All-Star Sports (laughs) was going into the big staircases like the big megaphone one mm-hmm. and lighting off fireworks. Oh, my gosh. And, like, these little, you're, like, pellets. You're those like kids. You're
0: the kids that they're talking about that everybody I hates. I was
1: only a witness. I'm just saying. I was saying. only a witness, guys. That's the type of yes. crap
0: that you're like, Ugh, well, if you're staying at this and there's a bunch of kids, just, you know, get ready for it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: gosh. Yeah, I was the rowdy, I guess, I was talking mm-hmm. about. Um, But, like, they wouldn't all be loud. they are like these little thing, like smoke bombs or – these poppers? little, like, little pellets you would light. The poppers? That would, like, expand and it would look like a snake. So, like, yeah. Yeah, and then it's probably some some smaller firecracker things. But, yeah, again, it was not me, just I will say someone I <laughs> had traveled with. And I'm not naming names, and you can't come after me now. There's there a statue of limitations on these things, right? Mm-hmm. This was, like, 20-plus 20 years, yeah. 25 it's years fine. ago. It's More fine. than that. Yeah, like 30 years ago. So, um, something to think about. That's, that's what I think about when I think of uh, all-star sports. Um, that and there's a reason why the acronym is what it is for All-Star Sports because it's, it's the least of the three. Right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, one last recommendation for these, from from me mm-hmm. for these resorts is definitely take a look at the map. Like mm-hmm. I would even go so far as to pull up like Google Maps because yeah. there, there might be a shorter way to get from your resort room to the either main lobby or buses by cutting across a parking lot or something. Mm-hmm. So just like, Check it out. Don't always necessarily go by the map that's in my Disney Experience app because those are the more like dedicated routes, so to speak. But yeah. something I've learned is you might be able to cut through here or through there and then it'll shave off five minutes of your walking time. So just kind of play around there.
0: Yeah, I wanted to throw out a last little pro that I think, because um, I know we've we had a lot of cons, but I will say another pro is they are very inviting, at, especially at nighttime to come home to. I love the well-lit signs mm. that they have out front. To me, that's mm. just it's a very inviting environment. Um, And two, you can take other buses, depending on where your room is. Um, Another pro is, like, if you're staying at music and you look over and the bus is, like, insane, you may be able to take, because I can't remember, I think it's, like, sports, then music, and then movies, right? Like, they're in a row. So a lot of times, if you're staying at, like, music, you might be able to take the sports bus instead if it's smaller because it's literally like right next door in the parking lot you may just be walking a little bit longer but you're gonna you're gonna get to your destination quicker because you're not having to stand in that long line so that is another pro just to kind of like keep your eyes on is like hey our room where our room is might actually be closer to the sports bus or it might actually be closer to the music bus but we're not technically staying in that area so that is kind of another like pro to it if you will just be mindful. That's a good call. Yeah. And you can always I look like at their that. resort TV for bus times. Once they started doing that, we were like, thank you Jesus for that. Cause yes. it's always like, what time do the buses come? I don't know. What time do they come? We have to figure that out. Um, and they'll tell you like pretty much what the schedule is looking like.
1: All right. Yeah. And if you stayed there at any of the all-star resorts and you have some tips you want to share with us, let us know we'll, <laughs> we'll uh, post them to our story too. So we can get that out there for everyone else to see as well. And that's it. That's all for our all-star Sports, music, and movies, resort, rundown. We got some holiday updates. to
0: days We have an ornament. Just <laughs> <laughs> Oh,
1: God. Uh, Disney announced some holiday updates for all four parks, so we're going to split it between the two of us here. Just a, a couple of quick nugs about what's going on yeah. uh, later this year in the parks. Why
0: don't you kick us off, okay. Greg? Tell us what we got
1: yeah well we got some big fans of the candlelight processional i'm sure and disney Mm -hmm. announced some celebrity narrators for it um jody benson was one of them we joked about that maybe a couple of weeks ago they better bring in jb yeah yeah
0: and neil patrick harris was he on that list
1: he was not on the list so (gasps) no nph or will be currently announced yeah that doesn't mean they're not going to but right now they're not on the list the the list of names that i recognize that i might be interested in were jody benson or pat sajak mr wheel of fortune yep there you go um Disney also announced that Santa will be greeting guests outside American Adventure, which he's been in the past. The Holiday Cookie Stroll is back. So you go through different, lo- places, go through different locations, get your holiday cookie, and mm-hmm. then at the end of it, you get a stamp for a free cookie. Yeah. And by free, it's kind of a rough thing to say because you're, you're paying for, I think, five cookies to get your six free. So yeah. buy five, get one free. And uh, Olaf's Holiday Scavenger Hunt will be around as well. So you can go around yeah. World Showcase, look for the Olaf's, and do your... You know, purchase your map and do that uh, starting in the holiday season at Epcot.
0: Cool. Uh, We'll jump over to Hollywood Studios. So they're bringing back Santa Claus's Merry Motorcade, where Santa will be riding in a candy apple red convertible. So they are bringing that back. Uh, They will have the sunset season's greeting. um, Greetings, as they call it. So that is where they do the projections on Tower of Terror. It's awesome. It's probably one of my most favorite holiday things. Um, And then the Frozen sing-along is bringing back the holiday finale. It's Christmas magic. In Hollywood Studios.
1: Yeah, I would say if you can't make it to a after-hours event at Magic mm-hmm. Kingdom, go down Sunset Boulevard yeah. during the holiday season. It's the closest. It's your thing free- you're yeah, get to your a free immersive. way to get it. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, over at Animal Kingdom, you'll have access to the Merry Menagerie life-size puppets of winter animals Mm. i I don't know okay interesting um and then along with that will be musicians walking around who will serenade you with some animal music i guess yes (laughs) the flotillas uh, with the characters will feature them in their holiday outfits and the tree of life is coming back with its winter tales you know Mm -hmm. the animations they project in the front with holiday music to go with it
0: cool And let's go over to Magic Kingdom. So the Very Merriest After Hours event, they are adding Mickey and Minnie's Very Merry Memories stage show. Um, The holiday castle projections will be back. So on all days, not just during the Very Merriest, they're bringing back castle projections. And then the individualized time with Santa, they're not calling it a meet and greet, but it basically is a meet and greet with Santa. They're bringing that back. Mm -hmm. So they're sort of, whereas the Halloween party was more like a, Hollywood party light, they're bringing back more things, I feel like, to make the Christmas party more like the Very Merry Christmas party. It was just, they kind of already dubbed it the Very yeah. Merriest After Hours event, And but they are bringing back a lot of stuff that's like, it is basically the Very Merry Christmas party. So, I think they just didn't just know.
1: Just half, half the crowd. Yeah,
0: like, they just didn't know what they could do yet, Um, but I think as they're bringing more things back, that'll make those ticket prices a little bit more worth it. Are they actually worth it? that's your own opinion. Um you can tell what my opinion Remains is. Remains to be seen. <laughs> yeah, for
1: sure. Well I'm going. I've heard some numbers and I won't share them, but the numbers that I've heard are for sure the crowd level capacity is half or less than half of what a Christmas party would be.
0: Is that what they did for Halloween?
1: The boobashes.
0: Oh yeah, sorry. You're talking about. I keep forgetting that they're called yes. boobash now.
1: Yeah, so because they're after hours events, the capacity is much, much, much lower and I think that's going to be the trend for Disney going forward always is that higher ticket price so they can have fewer people so that it's a more enjoyable experience. Yeah. That's my that's hope. opinion there. I hope. A projection. Right. So Greg is willing to pay what is essentially a stupid price for the Christmas party because I think it's going to be much more enjoyable in yeah. terms of not having to – I don't want to say waste, but use all that time to get a good spot for one of the two parades. Cause there's so many freaking people. Yeah. They could only do one parade and it'll be enjoyable. That's, that's what I'm hoping for. So I'll let you know when I go in November, well, we're I'm, going on November 11. I'm
0: going to go ahead and give you a little tidbit into what I'm planning to do. And that is just stick around if I can and see a parade, even though I don't have a ticket. <laughs> Cause that's what a bunch of people do that. I realized when I paid for my ticket and it made me a little bit angry and I was like, you know what? I might actually try it. Sorry, Disney. I know you can't say that, Greg, but I'm just gonna go out and say it.
1: (laughs) I don't think it'll be possible because if there was probably the first parade they were doing, but I don't know what time they're only doing one parade this time around because it's only a four-hour event. Yeah, that's true. So, and the other other thing is, is
0: like you can't because I was talking to Doug. I was like, well, you also don't you can't get into the park as early as you used to, like for those events where earlier it was like well you could get in at four o'clock that day well now i think it's like seven o'clock that you can get in so it's, it's a, seven it's later it
1: starts at nine or nine thirty depending on the day
0: and the park closes yeah. at what like eight
1: so we were at magic kingdom last night it closed at 8 30 for a nine o'clock boobash yeah. yeah
0: yeah so i don't know just stay tuned guys i'll let you know how it goes
1: <laughs> stay tuned And now for some Disney history, as always, brought to you in partnership with the Mouselets. Head over to themouselets.com to see all of their awesome Disney inspired merchandise, including their line of bags, which become mm-hmm. more and more popular. And of course that's themouselets.com. Alright, what you got for history? Alright,
0: we're going all the way back to nineteen eighty-nine. In Epcot, Body Wars, the Park's first thrill ride. Let me say that sentence again. The park's first <laughs> thrill ride, Body Wars. Oh. <laughs> begins sending guests through the human bloodstream at the brand-new Wonders of Life Pavilion. Let me say that again, too. The brand-new Wonders of Life Pavilion, a motion simulator ride featuring a film directed by Leonard Nimoy. So, it was, who's obviously, we know who Leonard Nimoy is. Um, it could carry 40 passengers in each of four 26-ton simulators. So, yeah, this was when they first started Body Wars, which is, like, one of my – that's know. one of those just, like, memories that's burned in my mind from – my first yeah. days at disney so it just cracks me out that it was like first thrill ride and the brand new wonders of life pavilion <laughs> anyways look where we are now
1: a long time ago mm-hmm. What um, you got? i'll keep us in epcot and bring us over to the china pavilion in 1985 the world got a lot of things that year both beth and greg but it also got the nine dragons restaurant over in that pavilion so 36 years later i still have not eaten at the Nine Dragons restaurant <laughs> in the China Pavilion. Maybe one day I'll try it out. Maybe I'm one looking day. for a reason to go. So if anyone out there has uh, eaten there and recommends it, please feel free to DM us and try to convince me to go because I'm looking for a good reason to, to try out that restaurant.
0: Here you go. Before we wrap up, we want to give a shout out to World Traveler Trading Co. on Etsy.com. She has amazing Disney-themed macrame key fobs. She's got dog collars, um, mouse head key rings, and keys. We She's got ear holders all the things you can think of christmas is coming a lot of people are already doing their holiday promotions because uh we all know the mail system basically the you like the postal service has already said you better get on it now because it's probably going to be yeah. a rough year for shipping <laughs> so go ahead over there and you can use our promo code
1: that Park parkline
0: to save yourself a little bit of money so check out some deals she's got going on to use our promo code now before greg wraps us up with a quote if you like what you heard today, feel free to like and subscribe where you get your podcast. You can also leave us a review on iTunes. It just helps others to be able to find us quicker. Um, and we just want to be the Disney premiere podcast, so that will be helpful for us. <laughs> you can also follow along with us on our Instagram or the TikToks at That Park Life Podcast. My personal Instagram account is at The Real Beth McDonald.
1: And mine is at The Disney Greg.
0: If you want to submit a request for an episode, share a magical cast member moment or some Disney magic with loved ones, we do have our Magic Grams, and you can do that heading over to our website at thatparklifepodcast.com and submit any one of those three things. Magic Grams are free for everyone. It doesn't cost you anything, and if you have friends or family members that have not been able to get to the parks, we would love to share some Disney magic with them. All right, Greg, you got something for us?
1: I got a quote from Treasure Planet, which I don't think we've ever gotten any quote from. No. So here we go. Quote, you got the makings of greatness in you, but you got to take the helm and chart your own course. Stick to it, no matter the squalls.
0: I'm going to remember that when I'm trying to break into the Christmas party. So thanks for that.
1: (laughs) Stick to it. And the squalls there is, you know, Disney security. Mm -hmm, Well, on that note, (laughs) thanks for hanging out with us and doing all things all star resorts. We hope you enjoyed and got some information from it. All right.